Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positive Energy Field podcast channel, where we talk about a variety of mental health awareness and wellness subjects. So today is the 14th episode in a series I like to call Mindset Leaders, Creating Our Best Self. So this series is all about connecting with leaders in various fields of mindset and or business and taking a peek behind the curtain to explore a bit about what makes them tick you know, how they prepare for a big day of crushing their goals and being their best self while having an impact on the collective good around them. So we're here with our guest, uh, Avi, sorry, Avi or Avi. <laughs> I got a little tongue tied and pronounced it two different ways, my bad. But uh, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. So yeah, it's Avi. It's perfectly fine. And um, I'm really grateful to be here, man. I'm grateful that you considered me for your podcast show. And uh Love that you're constantly spreading positive energy, positive energy, Phil. Um, so yeah, really excited to have this conversation with you and dive deep. It's, it's really cool with, you know, just the way of the world nowadays, even with kind of the different things that are going on in the world, you know, there's restrictions and lockdowns in various places, but the fact that we're able to have a conversation like this from across the world, pretty cool. Now I'm here in Canada and you are across the seas calling me from... Gran Canaria, Gran Canaria in Spain. Awesome. That's a, it's, it's really cool that we can have that kind of connection from, you know, like halfway across the world, completely different continents and being able to have a conversation about mindset and, and mental health wellness. So let's jump on in. So, you know, I love to start by exploring a bit about what I had mentioned in the introduction. So I found that many different mindset and business leaders who are doing different great things in their life have daily routines that help them set up their day in a way that serves them well. And I know for myself that this often involves a variety of self-care and personal development type routines. So do you have a current routine yourself that you utilize each day to bring out the best in yourself? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I think the morning routine adds so much structure and power to a day and, uh, it just shifts the way I wake up and step into my day nowadays. So personally, I wake up at around 5 a.m. in the morning. And the first thing I sort of instinctively do is just say thank you. I'd love to tell myself thank you. I'd love to say thanks before even opening my eyes for another day and for the opportunity of being able to create again uh, just another day. And um, I jump straight into meditation. So... I don't keep count of it, but I think I do around 10 to 15 minutes of meditation, really controlled breathing and um, becoming the observer to the thoughts that come straight in the morning, these fresh ideas that sort of pour in. And uh, immediately after, I love to journal. Well, that is sketching, well, that is sometimes even uh, experimenting with calligraphy or just writing my feelings out, my thoughts out, any idea that sort of um, carries through from the night before or has just come up due to meditation I love to do that well that's also sort of writing a letter of self-love you know sometimes we wake up feeling uh, haywire all kinds of ways and you gotta settle in with those feelings and um, just dedicating yourself a letter of love to start the day is sort of my way of um, giving myself that that sort of shower of light before we can go out and give it to other people and, and share it. 
And um, immediately after, I love to sort of make myself a light breakfast and jump into a workout, um, get jumping, get dancing, um, get jump rope in, whatever that is to sort of um, eliminate cortisol and um, yeah, just get that mood lifted, get that energy boosted. So you just start the day on a very positive mindset, I feel. How about yourself? How's, how's it for you? Love it. And, you know, I, I find that for myself, very similar in a lot of ways. And I feel like the gratitude that it's so powerful to start our day with the first couple thoughts being about thank you. You know, I'm grateful for what I'm going to create and experience today. I feel like it, it definitely it kind of brings to mind, you know, the old saying, getting out of the bed on the wrong side and, and that kind of thing. And it, it really does start with those first thoughts, doesn't it? Where it, you can start your day and go, you know, thank you for what I'm about to create. Thank you for what I'm about to experience. I'm grateful for it all. It's all going to be, you know, help me to be serving my best self one way or another. Or we can go, oh, I'm half asleep, you know, F this, you know, I'm just grumpy and grumbling and, you know, dragging our butt for the first couple of hours because we kind of set that positive, that negative intent almost right off the bat. And I feel like, yeah, it's, it's so impactful to kind of have awareness of how, we're starting, what kind of intent are we putting into our morning routine to give ourselves that kickstart that's going to, you know, put us in a mentality that we can take on the rest of the day with grace and do a lot of awesome things with it. Definitely agree with that. So, you know, I, for me, learning about self-care stemmed from experiencing challenges in my life and learning about how to overcome them. So awareness of some of the things that kept me stagnant also inspired me to grow. So did your experience bring a similar journey? And if it did, would you be willing to expand a bit about how some of your current routine self-care habits help you to overcome challenges that you had previously in your life? So something that is recurring for me, and I feel like even things that I read, they speak to me. Our days and our experiences and our lives speak to us all the time if we're willing to see it that way. And um there's this quote that a friend of mine shared with me years ago, which is feel it out to heal it out. And sometimes I truly feel that when we're experiencing our day, you know, our self-worth or so many other triggers can pop up from time to time. And it's really important, I feel, to be there for them, to be there for them and truly observe not engage, but observe with these thoughts, observe with this inner child and give it a hug from time to time. Help me in moving forward. And it's really helped me in growing because I truly believe that growth sometimes requires for you to take five steps back in order to be able to take 10 steps forward. Mm -hmm. And um, just implementing that quality self-time to well, that is going out in nature and treating yourself with love at the end of a, of a, you know, really demanding high intensity working day. If you can take out five or 10 or even half an hour um, of your day and truly send, spend that in silence, being comfortable with your own silence and appreciating your own company, you know, the kind of conversation that you have with yourself. Um, is it with a loving tone? Is it with a sort of, um, expectant tone you know are you are you feeling like you're not good enough at the end of the day even though you've put 200% of your day uh, of yourself or are you celebrating no matter how 
big or small the accomplishments were throughout that day. So I think just um, quality self time for me is is really really important. Absolutely, yeah. I feel and you know as you mentioned, I have a very similar that kind of nighttime rituals and yeah, it's it's. I feel like it's almost like the, the day is bookended there, you know, there's, there's the intent and creating gratitude and kind of, you know, just excitement for all that's going to come in the morning. And then in the evening, there's a lot of transmuting the energy that may have come our way throughout the day, kind of grounding, recentering, relaxing, you know, finding balance and kind of creating a little bit of self care as we, you know, kind of end our day to just, you know, really find a good balance between all the things we've experienced. So I find that for me, that's something that has been really powerful as well. Being able to, you know, have um, key, key things in my self-care at different parts of the day to help me with different challenges or different living beliefs or comfort zones as they come up. Because I feel like it's something that, you know, as we're going along, we're always Coming, becoming aware of different things and you know winning or learning and it's just like everything either affirms that we're on the right path or shows us that there's something to be gained something to grow something to learn in that moment so you know I feel like that kind of glides well into the next question which is talking about how you know I, I've often found that from my experience as I move along my path of creating my best self you know I'm making tweaks here and there as the awareness of limiting beliefs, pain points, or comfort zones becomes, you know, known to myself. And I find that with the winner learn mentality that we're talking about, we can continue to find new ways to adapt or even add to what we're currently doing so that, you know, we can continue to keep moving forward. So do you find that this is a similar perspective you have on mindset routines and the growth of them, where, you know, you find that you're always kind of adapting as you go as you gain different experience or do you find that as well you can experience the opposite where you know you find maybe a, a, an activity that really serves you well you lock it in for good and just stick with it you know what has been your experience with that that's a great question so personally for the past year or so i've been trying to lock in really consistent habits and by doing that i've also stuck to a routine and I followed it sort of religiously where you wake up, you meditate, you journal, you work out and you sort of follow this pattern every single day. So it becomes something automatic that you do at the end of 66 days, which is apparently what they say it takes to create a, a sustainable habit. Whereas by the end of the year and sort of coming into 2021 now, I'm really starting to question the habits and I want to push myself to even reject them from time to time, you know? Well, that is starting with um, starting the day with a workout and ending that whole morning routine with a meditation to just see how it feels to swap things around. And um, like you just said, you know, challenge your comfort zones, challenge your own creative um, creative zones and, and allow yourself to be flexible with something that you've established. I definitely think a good morning routine needs time for you to, um, sort of hit that automatic button, but the constraints that you put yourself are totally up to you, I feel. You know, well, that is, you wake up and you feel like doing an amazing one hour workout. 
I really encourage that. But sometimes you got to listen to your body. And if your body's feeling drained out from the night before, maybe you do a yoga stretch or you give yourself a little happy dance in the morning. And it, it still counts as a workout because it's still stretching your body, but you're listening. You're really aware of what's happening within and um, you're tuning in. Always, always trying to push yourself to, to grow from your paradigm, always trying to push yourself to, to be a better version of yourself, but being mindful and just being really aware of, of how you're feeling today and how you decide to move and, and sway around your day. How does it go for you? How do you feel with it? I feel like, it, yeah, it's definitely a couple of things you touched on there. It's very important, I feel, even if we have, you know, the overall theme of what that part of our day may have for us in terms of the value it's creating, whether it's self-care, personal development, work time, downtime, whatever, you know, family time, anything in between. I feel like, as you mentioned, it's so wise to kind of trust in our intuition and to, you know, listen to our body, listen to what, you know, like you said, maybe there is some days value in having that workout first thing or having that meditation or doing that yoga. And I find I'm very similar in that sense where I have you know three or four activities that are kind of my staple morning routine, but depending on how the body is feeling, how my mind's feeling when I wake up, I might do one before the other, you know, just to, if I wake up and my body's feeling a little bit stiff, well, maybe then I'm going to jump into the yoga a little bit quicker than doing something else simply for the fact that it's going to serve me well that day to loosen my body up so that when I go to sit down and do my journaling, you know, I'm not going to be all stiff and sore and that's impacting what I'm trying to do there. So yeah, I feel like it's, it's so powerful to be able to kind of fluctuate and flex and, and roll a bit with how the, the vibe of that day goes, but at the end, but the end of it all still creating that self-care, that personal development, in one way or another, just, you know, being able to kind of flow with the moment. I think that's something that's really powerful because like, it's like, and also, as you said, the comfort zones, that's where that, I think that comes into play for a lot of people is that, you know, we, we get a routine that maybe is serving us well for a while. We've broken through a lot of comfort zones to set up that routine, but then two, three months down the line, now that routine itself became a new comfort zone. And you know, I guess that's where they, you know, theoretically that the idea of like hitting a plateau, whether in working out or something like that, you know, I imagine that's, it's from that kind of not switching up the new routines, you know, you know, if we were working out and we're, we're left in, let's say, whatever weight, 70 pounds, and we did that for a year straight, after a while, that no longer adds resistance to what we're trying to do. And I feel like in that nature, we kind of become stagnant and stop growing. So feel like then you know there's such great uh, power in that awareness i think mm -hmm. to just to be able to continue growing and to continue challenging yourself to be better each day i love that you mentioned the word resistance i feel like that's a real key word it's um our resistance to to want to grow is 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 what we should challenge from time to time as well of course being being mindful and and trusting that intuition, just like you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, having had the chance to hear a bit about yourself and some of the things that you do day to day to succeed, you know, I'm sure the people listening along or watching along would love to know a bit about how to connect with you 
and as well the different impacts you're making. So can you expand a bit for us about the kind of work you're doing and as well where we can reach you or connect with you for a conversation? Sure, that's awesome. I'd love to share that. So personally, if I were to tie myself down to a label, I couldn't. And that's exactly why I've launched a podcast just very recently as well. I'd love to have you on board. It'll be amazing to, to share your light with um, the audience. It's uh, at underscore not a label. You can find it on Instagram and, and Spotify as well. And um, I feel like growing up, I felt like I was an artist. And then I've, I've moved into the designer role, the creative roles and the communication roles. I've really enjoyed um, coaching people as well. That's just been a beautiful thing that we embarked on and um, helping people is just, uh, is just a really rewarding thing for the soul to be able to give um, the light and the love that you have within and share that and truly also receive because every person and every soul I feel like I've touched in my life has taught me something as well and uh, has allowed me to grow. So I think that mutual connection and mutual empathy for each other is, is a beautiful journey to embark on. So that's the label I've created. Um, and um, I'd like to call myself right now a creator. I'm currently painting. I'm currently um, experimenting different aspects of my inner child. I'm sort of going back in time and igniting those passion projects again. But my main focus, and I feel like my purpose in life is definitely to help to help others and be in service. And um, just like yourself, be able to put a smile on people's face and enlighten their experience here in life to help them realize that there's a lot to be grateful for. And um, every day is an opportunity to create a new reality and a, and a better um, day. Absolutely. I love the way you coin it as being a creator. You know, it's like a jack of all trades of just creating positive intent, positive energy in your life in different ways. I feel like it's something I really resonate with because it's, I'm very similar myself where, I mean, like, I guess overall, if you had to put a title to it, my passion is mental health wellness, but it comes across in so many different facets, you know, it's whether it's writing creatively about it, whether it's making videos, whether it's just having conversations and helping people one-on-one, -on -one, speaking to groups, you know, creating art, creating music, as you said, painting, and there's all sorts of different ways to, sh now I find it's kind of cool where it's kind of, I feel like when you have that creative soul, and that creative spirit, it's like all the things that you're doing day to day are a double-sided sword where they're, they're not only creating self-care and love and gratitude and joy and fulfillment and all those wonderful things in your own life, but then through that, you're able to share a message that helps others to be inspired to do the same. And, you know, I feel like for me, that's one of my favorite things about being a creator. And that's definitely, I feel like something I can connect to where, you know, engaging in my creative interests is really for me, you know, almost everything that kind of, it's like the guiding force between almost everything I do in one way or another. It's just in different facets and different ways, of, different perspectives, I guess, really more than anything. I love that you share that as well with everyone. It's really inspiring um, to follow your, your Facebook page and even on your Instagram, you're very 
actively you, you like to dance you like to sing you like to paint t-shirts and uh you're really creative and i love that you share that with the world you know you take action and by sharing it you also inspire others i definitely love when you're singing and you're jamming to yourself and you're you're spreading energy not just by being there and um and listening to people which is something that you do amazingly but also just by by being yourself and and sharing that side of yourself that's that's awesome if it's like i feel it kind of connects for me similar to what you had mentioned about you know finding the inner child where i was very it was very much the way i was when i was young and then as i went through my own challenges with depression anxiety suicidal ideation and things of that nature you know i kind of lost that i lost that for many years and so as i started to build the self-love for my own but in my own life and kind of create peace of mind for myself I found that that just started naturally to transition into having a little more confidence in myself over time. And then, you know, over time, being able to really become who I was when I was young to be, you know, be that more expressive person that I was when I was a kid. And to really, as you said, is like kind of finding that youthful exuberance again, and just like, you know, I'm 31 years old, but being able to just feel like I can do the things I enjoyed when I was 12. I mean, who cares how old we are, you know? Like, we, I feel like that's where mental health kind of changed things for me in that way, where for many years, I felt like, you know, like I had to grow up. I couldn't do all those things that anymore, but not realizing until later on that doing those kind of things that you enjoyed since you were young is like, really part of the magic that makes adult life or life in general exciting is to keep creating and to keep cautiously doing the things that bring you fulfillment in some way shape or form i agree i completely agree i feel like i don't know if you can relate to this but it also sparks your inner genius when you're doing the things that you love yeah yeah it's, it's i feel like that's when yeah you know, when you're in the creative flow you know, that's definitely, I feel like for ourselves and probably many people, that's when your best ideas are just kind of coming to you, you know, in, in that moment. It really, I guess it's, I guess it's even that situation, a case of guiding and trusting your intuition as your intuition kind of gives you these ideas and these, um, you know, different things you can do. And then it's up for us to take action on that. As we like to say, take massive action <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think it's 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 such a powerful thing to do, and it, it's I know like as a dad myself, it's something that you know I'm trying to even incorporate into that part of my life as well. Where you know rather than being the supervisory parent who just kind of watches the kids play, it's like get in there and be part of the games, and you know something that I always, didn't always do well, admittedly, and like as a, in younger years, it would be something that got me anxious, you know. It was something that would kind of get my back up against the wall kind of feeling. But as I started to have more peace of mind, I was able to get better at jumping into the mix there. And I feel like, yeah, it just, it, it, it just bodes well for all areas of our life, for sure. I love that. So the last and final question that I'd love to ask all my guests is this. Now, what is the number one best piece of guidance that you've been given that you like to pass on to others who are now in the process of creating their best self. 
It's interesting that you asked me this question because it takes me back to the first time that we had a, a group call together and I got to have an interaction with you and you shared an amazing quote with me and it stuck with me till date. It's something that really helps me forgive myself and forgive the inner child for, you know, all the lack of acceptance I might have showered into him um, as a kid. And the quote goes something like, the best teachers are still learning and the best healers are still healing. The, the fact that you shared that with me at a very important time in my life, it gave me a lot of perspective to just be gentle with yourself sometimes, you know? We, we become really aggressive critics of our own selves and we shower love to everyone else around us, our friends, our family, we have a natural ability as human beings to be uh, empathic, empathic with everyone else. But when it comes to ourselves, we feel like we need to draw a spotlight of judgment into ourselves. And um, the fact that you shared that with me, it really, it was a light bulb moment for me. It was a strong light bulb moment that um, allowed me to go in and shower some love instead. And, and um, truly understand that every single day is a learning curve. Every single day is a learning process. Every person, every soul, every experience is um, there to teach you something and you just gotta be open to experiencing. So I, I thank you for that, man. I'm very happy that that made an impact for you that day. And I know I do recall the conversation we were having the day and it was definitely, we were connecting on a lot of personal experiences and personal connections and things of that nature. So. I'm glad that it made an impact for you and continues to be a big one. I know for myself, that's something I like to tell myself often, even to this day. And I feel like almost every day I'm reminding myself that, and that it's all about just keep learning, keep growing, keep leveling up, keep moving forward, keep just trying to find awareness of what serves my best self and then taking action on it. And knowing that that will bring me somewhere awesome down the line, not really needing to know where just knowing that if I you know do all these things to be my best self in the now that it's gonna you know it's always gonna help us grow and and, and like you said especially being in you know someone like ourselves where we're helping people we're working in fields of mindset and you know helping you know in that kind of mental health wellness realm of things in a variety of different ways you know I feel like it's um I lost my train of thought, but that's okay. So, <laughs> oh, either way. So, thank you so much, Abby, for joining us today. And thank you all for tuning in and, uh, you know, excusing my little brain fart there. It happens from time to time. So, if you want to get in touch with either one of us, you could reach out to us at our different social medias. You know, as Abby had mentioned, a few places you can get in touch with him. And um, myself, you know, you can get in touch with Positive Energy Phil on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and all your favorite podcast platforms. And I just wanted to say, as I always do, that I'm grateful for you all. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Keep sharing that love any way you know how. Positive Energy Phil and Avi signing out for now. Peace out, my friends. We will see you later. Thank you for stopping by.